Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish podcast and the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. My little French bulldog bud, Clouseau, is here today in his podcasting chair. Um, I mentioned this before we started recording, but he is farting super loud, so you all might be graced with um, his excitement for the weekend. (laughs) Um, Before we get started, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you should definitely check it out. We were talking about traveling and honeymoon planning and all kinds of good stuff with Boundless Travels, um, and you will love that episode. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to The Wedding Dish. Today, we are dishing with a wedding industry veteran with over 10 years of experience who now also works as a business strategist for wedding pros in addition to being an inclusive wedding planner. The human behind Wed to You, Becca, thank you so much for joining me today on The Wedding Dish. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I am over the moon to be on the podcast today and just over the moon to chat with you. I love it. And so for you all listening, Becca's actually hanging out with us at the head table for two episodes. So today we're dishing about the importance of talking with wedding vendors before booking. And next week, we're actually dishing about the questions you should ask your wedding professionals on the call with them. So pull up a seat and we're going to dish today. All right. So uh, let's start with the basics. When you find your wedding vendors, let's say you know you're find you find them on Instagram or on one of the wedding sites, or you happen to pro- uh, to come across them on Google and you hit their wedding website or their website, um, you like their style. Why is it important to chat with that vendor before booking them? Yeah. So looks aren't everything. Okay. Just because their Instagram is stunning doesn't mean that they're necessarily the right fit for you. So like I always explain to couples, I'm like, look, do your research. It is really important. And part of doing that research is jumping on a call with them. You want to make sure that they're vibing with you as much as you're vibing with them. Um, And you've already like done your research before hopping on the call. And doing that research includes like reading reviews and potentially even requesting samples of their previous work. So like if they're a stationer. Like, and they don't, maybe they're not super active on social media, but they have really amazing reviews. Ask for some samples of their work. Um, And then again, always, always, always jump on a call because you want to ensure that all your questions are being addressed. And sometimes it's really hard to communicate that through email or text or whatever it may be, or DM. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I mean, and and the thing that like I also I reiterate this on the podcast all the time, but you know, if you are hiring a wedding planner or a photographer, that's a person who will be there on site on your wedding day too. So you want to make sure you actually like them too. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Like they have to be your person. Like you're going through a whole bunch of stress in doing planning, like you want them to be supportive. You want them to be your cheerleaders. So like definitely jump on a call to make sure that you're vibing. Yeah, 
Totally, totally, totally. I could not agree more. Um, So how do you know if the wedding professional is a good fit? How do you know if you are vibing? And are there any red or yellow flags that couples should look out for? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I like to categorize it into definitely those those uh, categories of flags. So there's green flags, yellow flags, and red flags. Green flags are like, good, we're solid, we're good to go. They answered everything that I love. We're vibing. It's awesome. Um, Yellow flags are things that you're like, oh, I didn't necessarily particularly like that answer. However, they did all these other things right. So it may just be a personal preference. And then red flags are things that you're like, that is a no-go for me. Um, And not everyone is going to be the perfect match for someone um, and not the perfect client for everyone. So it goes like the same for like couples as much as it is for the vendors. It's trying to make sure that you match up perfectly. Um, It's just like dating. You know, I explain dating in a very wide range. Um, I explain it as like when you date your therapist or when you date your friends or when you date your partner, you know, like you have to vet them first to make sure that they're going to fall kind of in your frame of like what works for you and how you kind of operate. Um, so some examples, you know, of some of these red flags, cause they're like, okay, well back out. What are these flags? You know, how do I look out for them? Um, so say you're um, a florist who is getting married, okay? And you know that you know how to do flowers and you want to do your own flowers because that's really important to you. Um, and so you get on a call with a planner and you say, hey, are you able to set them out for me? Um, is that a possibility of something that you do? And the planner that you're actually talking to is a luxury style planner. So like they're the types that are not used to doing the air quotes around it, DIY route. So that may be a no for them pending the backstory. But probably once they hear the backstory of you're a florist, you know what you're doing, like I trust you, you probably already have a team that can set these up or I can assist them in showing where to set them up. It's probably going to be a yes. So that original red flag now switch to a yellow flag. So it's always important to hop on that call to understand. And then what may be a yellow flag for somebody could be a green flag for someone else. So for a DIY planner or a planner just starting out that say, you know, may not always know, you know, about these things, or that may be their jam, that may be their niche. So they could probably totally say yes. You know, and being like, that is not a problem for me. So it's always super important to like jump on a call to make sure that those red flags or yellow flags or maybe even green flags are all being addressed, you know? And I also can say it too for like, it doesn't necessarily just mean those flags are just for your planner. It can also be for your venue as well or a photographer or any other vendor. So like an example for a venue is, do you have gender neutral restrooms at your venue? And if they say no or don't provide an alternative or solution to that question, um, then they're most likely not inclusive and can pose an issue down the road. So like those are some of those things to like really ask that may be important to you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's such a good point. And and 
you know, that really does tell you if that person is a fit for you and will make you feel good throughout the process. Because if you have that question in the beginning, you're probably going to have similar questions as you move through um, because those are your priorities and that's your personality and that's your style for your wedding day. Exactly. Exactly. And like these vendors that you're selecting should never change the way that you're envisioning your wedding. It should be their meeting you to the match. Yes, exactly. I could not agree more. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like there are sometimes that I get inquiry emails where I'm like, ooh, that's red flag. And then we get on a call and it like completely clears it because it's like, oh, they just worded that weird. And it like didn't or it hit me like in a way that they didn't intend it. So it's, I, it's really important to actually get to know the person. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've had those same inquiries too of being like, Ooh, I don't know if we're going to be the right fit. And then we hop on the call and it's like, nope, they're my person. Okay, yep. great. Let's do this. Or I've even read inquiries where I'm like, these, these, you know, these people sound like my people. And we've hopped on a call and I'm like, you know, I think you're a better fit for someone else. Yeah, totally. Which is fine. You know, it's totally fine. There's it's plenty better. of people out in the sea yep. <laughs> of the exactly. wedding world. <laughs> Exactly. And you should have your people on your wedding day. I totally am with you. Okay. So let's say a vendor is over your budget or outside of your budget as a couple. Um, Should you still reach out? Ooh, that's always one of those things that it can go either way. You know, Um, I'm going to say if they're, here's, here's kind of like my reasoning on this. If they are significantly over your budget, don't waste anyone's time. If they are slightly over budget, definitely hop on a call. Because sometimes these vendors, they say that their starting rates are at X price, and that may be a little bit out of your budget, but your expectation of what that particular service is in your mind may not be what is what their packages offer. Like their packages actually may go above and beyond what your expectation for that vendor is for that wedding day. So then that price tag or that price point makes complete sense. And I've actually had that happen before where I've had couples being like, you know what, I just wanted to hop on a call anyways. You are a little bit outside of our budget, but I want to understand exactly what you do. And when I like express to them everything that I do and everything that's included in that package, you're like, that is way more than I thought you were going to do. And I didn't even, also some things that actually come up are the things that people didn't even think about. Yeah. You know, and they're like, I never even thought about that as being an issue, or I never even thought about that problem being something on the wedding day, you know, and you're already on it and already are like, I'll take care of that for you. Yeah, totally, totally. Also, starting at prices, like, I mean, they can – it's such an interesting thing because weddings are so different. Like each wedding is so different from one another. So like I have two weddings on the books, one for 2024, one for 2023, and they actually only need four hours of wedding coverage for photography. 
And, you know, I walked them through it. We made sure that was the right fit. Well, my starting at packages are six hours. So if I'm taking time out of it, then it's going to be less expensive. Um, because yeah, for sure. It's just so rare anyone needs less than six hours, but it it happens. And, you know, I'm willing to take them on. So like, and I love them. They're amazing. I can't wait for their weddings. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of, you know, I think it's important. Yes, don't waste anybody's time. But sometimes there are ways that you can like shift things that make more sense. So don't let the starting at price totally scare you is my very roundabout way of saying that. Definitely. And that's what I explain to people too. And a lot of vendors do not have pricing on their website for a reason. And the reasoning is, is because they would rather jump on a call and create a custom package for you. Yeah. And that's another thing that I think is a common misconception. Um, I, I'm trying not to derail our conversation completely, but um, <laughs> <laughs> because you and I are talkers and we, we go down are, rabbit holes. We, <laughs> we can just keep going and then we're all of a sudden we're in like our third galaxy of, of conversation. And you all are along for the ride. Um, so that – and I think there's a common misconception about the lack of transparency and pricing for wedding vendors. And a lot of couples will say, you know, oh, well, you know, it's it, – of course, like not everybody has it on their site. And I actually hate that I do have it on my site because it isn't actually an accurate number because you – if you need less time, like if you're doing an elopement – and it's an hour and a half, I'm not going to make you do a six-hour package. Like, that would be crazy. Right. So um, I think it's a common misconception that it's because wedding vendors want to upcharge you or charge you an arm and a leg for something. Um, and that really, truly isn't the way that most people operate. And if you do bump into someone like that, then don't hire them. <laughs> that are such sticklers on their package. Is that well, what you're referring no, to? No, if you bump into somebody who you genuinely think they are upcharging out, like way oh, outside yes, of because the scope. it's a wedding, yeah. yeah, 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 and it and that again, I don't want to derail this conversation too much, but that's also a, a common misconception is that people say, "Oh, you're just upcharging me because I'm a wedding all the and time." It's like, yeah, and it's like. You have to explain to them a wedding is a very elaborate event. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of logistics. There's way more um, time, energy, logistics, details, vendors, um, a lot that goes into it. But other than, say, a birthday party or um, a baby shower or, or some something of those lines um, or something along those lines. So... Don't just think, oh, they're upcharging me because of that. No, there's way more work that goes into a wedding day, you know, but I will say this, there are some vendors out there that do just do that just because those are not your people. Yes. Like Sarah said, those are not your people. Yes. Your people are the ones that are going to fight for you, be your cheerleader, you know, support you. Um, they're the ones that are going to be making sure that your vision is being met and exceeded. Yes, exactly. Way to sum up what uh, what I meandered my way through very poorly in a very concise, well said <laughs> way. Um, I don't think that I did that. I think I just, in you know, like added on to it. 
I don't think I like did a, you know, a cliff note. I think I added on. Well, you pulled what I meant to say out of my brain that I couldn't get to very well. Oh my God. <laughs> where, what is happening with the words right now? Words are hard. Words are hard. Um, also, I'm so sorry, audience, but um, we are also experiencing dog issues today. So you're going to hear my dogs running around because for any reason, they always decide that they want to be the most intrusive when I'm on a meeting. So I apologize in advance. Yeah, that is that is just what they do. Like I think that's the general goal of animals to like as soon as you're busy, they're like, okay. Hey. Like actually right now I'm gonna have to pause one second because they're like, we have to be let out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well um and I'm back. I'm back. So it didn't take too long. Didn't take yeah. too long. Um, so this sorry. This is real life. This is this real is life. This is real life. <laughs> this is real life. I, I am a huge dog mom and my girls are senior pups and they're both rescues. Um, again, derailing the conversation, but <laughs> they have big personalities and they do what they want. Yes. Same with, with my little guy. Um <laughs> He also has a big personality who needs to do what he wants at all times. Yep, yep. All right, let's get back on track so that our audience doesn't kill us. Yes, yes. Okay, so why is it important that your wedding vendors get you as a couple? And how do you know that they not only understand your vision, but can execute or capture or fulfill that for your wedding day? Ooh, okay. Are you talking about just kind of their style or what it, What exactly are you kind of talking about? Because this could go in a million different directions. That's true. That's true. Um, so more like how do you know that they understand your vibe and your priorities and, um, and are able to actually make the day go and flow the way that you envision it as a couple? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is being straightforward with vendors. Um, That's a really big thing of saying like, here's what I want. Here's what I'm looking for. Um, Does that kind of match what you're thinking, you know? Um, And then also it can go too of like, are you, I go, I keep going back to the same thing, but like, are you vibing? Because does their personality match yours? You know, that or do you complement one another? It may not be that you match each other, maybe that you complement each other because opposites attract, right? So it may be somebody who wants to have this big, beautiful party, kick ass wedding, but they may be more of like the quiet kind of type, you know, but they want this elaborate thing. So they're like, you know what, Becca, you're loud, you're, you think of things that I would never even think of. Like, I know you're going to bring a party to the table. Like, let's do this, you know? So that may be something. So don't just always just look for somebody that, like, is exactly like you. Look for somebody that complements you, complements your your vision. Their style matches your style, which style is important, which I think we're going to get into in a little bit, too. Um, but, you know, it's just... It's asking the right questions and being honest and realistic. And um, I know it's also hard sometimes because people are like, well, what are the right questions to ask? You know, Um, 
So what I explain is before you get on a phone call, list out your priorities to you. What are your priorities? What are your no-goes? You know, what are things that like you don't want at all? Like you've seen at previous weddings and you're like, that's not my jam. Um, and also list out um, issues that you foresee down the road that may be a sticking point to you. And ask them those questions because then you'll get a realistic answer in real time. And you'll actually see too how they work under pressure. Yeah, that's totally true because you, we all solve problems differently and we all have different sets of problem-solving skills. And you want to make sure that that person is able to troubleshoot or function in a high-pressure situation um, or, you know, if it just works with your general personality, it's totally like the exact same thing. Like, are you vibing with that person? Right? Vibing is – vibing's our whole – whole hashtag for today. Yeah. <laughs> it totally is. Totally is. And for next week, we're actually talking about the questions that you should ask. So, um, which I think is a really big piece here because they're like, I can't tell you how many times I get on the call with someone and they're like, I have no idea what to ask you. And I'm like, oh, you're going to have a whole bunch of questions later. Um, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I I love it when I am like, hey, do you have any questions? You know, and they're like, oh, not right now. But then you start talking about things and then they're like, oh, but there's this. Oh, but there's this. Oh, but there's this, you know. Um, so sometimes couples have a really hard time articulating what they want. Um, and it's our job as professionals to help guide them along the way and educate them and make sure that, you know, their questions are being answered successfully. And, you know, and if it's not, like, if they don't get the answer that they want, so say that turns, going back to the flags, say that turns into what was a yellow flag is now a red flag for you because, they have difficulty answering that particular question. And one of those questions is a big sticking point for you. So if that is a, if they're having a hard time answering that question right off the bat, it's going to be even harder down the road. It's going to be super challenging for you because you operate in a very, very different way than they operate. And that's not saying that that vendor isn't good. And it's not saying that you as a couple aren't amazing. It's just saying that your communication style and your problem-solving styles don't match up. Yeah. And that's so important to know. And you don't know unless you get on that call. So um, that's why that's why you do it. <laughs> Jump on that call, y'all. Even if it's 15 minutes. I know us in our, our industry and um, a lot of our couples – you know, are of all age ranges and some are still on the types where we remember um, AOL dial tones, you know, they're the type that they're the type that are totally down to jump on a call. But say the type that are more of the younger generation, they're like, no, why can't we text? Why can't we GM? Why can't we email? You know, um, and I and I get that. I do. But again, it comes to you may not be articulating exactly what you want 
in an email or in a text or conveying how important that specific aspect for your wedding may be to you. And it's hard sometimes getting emotion and expression and um, understanding because when you, even when you're doing like a virtual call, like I actually recommend doing virtual calls rather than just over the phone because I can see people and see how their wheels turn and see kind of like, is that a good question for them or am I annoying them? You know, yeah. because it's it's so hard, even over phone, to see people's expressions or hear their expressions. Yeah. Or am I overwhelming them with too much information and do I need to like pull it back and give them a break from all the things in their oh, brain? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. We can also go into <laughs> many points. And I think you and I talked about this when we were doing our workshop, but one of the biggest issues that I actually see vendors do is they provide too much education at the forefront and too much information at the forefront. And then that couple is just immediately overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, because they're coming to you because you want, you know, they want a solution. They're already feeling overwhelmed. They're reaching out to you because they're they're wanting something that they can't do themselves. So why would you just throw the whole book at them and be like, okay, let's set up a call now? They're like, excuse me, what? Like, yeah, you know, it's it's super scary and very overwhelming. Yep. Jump on a call, people. Jump on a call. Even if yeah. they do end up sending you all the information, you know, they may just, in their minds, they're probably trying to be super, super helpful. And I will tell you this, they're probably the analytical types, the ones that have everything out there because they're the types that need all the information before they can move forward. So I'm not saying that they're not the perfect vendor for you because they could be. So always jump on a call. <laughs> yes. It's just the way that they... They interpret information in the way that they understand information. So they think that others will appreciate that too. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I get totally overwhelmed and then I get decision fatigue immediately. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, I'll even bring this up on a personal note for you, Sarah, is that you sent me over that first questionnaire for the workshop and I had to jump on a call with you because yeah. that questionnaire it felt so personal that like, I was like, I don't even know which direction to go in. I don't even know what, you know, maybe the right fit. Like, I don't know what, where I'm supposed to go from here. And even though I, once I jumped on a call with you, I was immediately like, oh, that's what you want from me. Okay. Like I can do this, but it like, at first, it overwhelmed me to the point that I just kept pushing it off to the side because I was like, I will get to that, but it's super overwhelming right now, and my anxiety is too high for this. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and I'm not saying that that questionnaire wasn't important. It was super critical, guys. Like, that questionnaire was very, very important. It, stepped up, it set up, you know, a successful workshop for, you know, for both of us. It was scary. So sometimes that's what I'm saying is like, again, I know we're probably trying to beat it into you, but like jump on a damn call. <laughs> it makes your life easier in the long run for sure. Oh, much easier. So much easier. It's like five minutes versus putting it off for months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or it's five minutes versus 30 emails. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So yep. when I see that a client is messaging me back and back and forth, back and forth, I'm like, let's hop on a call. Yeah, me too. Because because obviously at that point they have a lot of questions and they, you know, they're sending these like one-liner questions at a time or like a couple at a time. And then you're like, they need to be spurred to get all of their questions answered, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Totally. So hop on that call, everybody out there. Um, and tune in for next week's episode because we're going to talk about what questions to ask on this call with Becca. Um, thank you all for tuning into The Wedding Dish today. And Becca, where can people find you online? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me, first of all. But um, y'all can find me um, on my website at wedtoyou.co.co, not com. Um, <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at wed to you, TikTok at wed to you, um, LinkedIn. Again, same wed to you. I try to keep it pretty easy for. And everyone. it's the number two, correct? The number two. Yes, yes, yes. So it's W E D, the number two, Y O U. Perfect. Awesome. And of course, we will link out to her in this description. So it'll be super easy to find Becca and then um, also on our show notes. And you'll be able to find us on Instagram at The Wedding Dish Podcast or hit our website, theweddingdishpodcast.com. And again, we'll have show notes. We'll have details listed out for you about the call and also about the questions for next week's episode. So you'll actually get like a nice little list for yourself there. So definitely hit those show notes um, and give us a follow, rate, and review if you like the show. It's uh, super helpful, always appreciated. And until we meet again, have a great rest of your day, everybody. Cheers. <laughs>